Welcome to What Day Is Today, where we tell you what day it is. Today, that guy is Christian. And that's B, and we did that better than we have ever done in the past. I'm pretty impressed with with ourselves. We are getting better at this, and we're doing it for you, the fans, all 25 of you on average, which is honestly a surprising amount for how informative our show is. It should be more. (laughs) Speaking of, okay, what is today? Today is August 16th, which is National Rum Day, National Tele-Joke Day, National Roller Coaster Day, and National Airborne Day. Great. What are we getting into first, B? Oh, also today, wait, did we say today was August 16th, or am I just not paying attention? Yeah, it's August 16th today. Everybody knows it. (laughs) You know it, I know it, they know it. Yeah, they don't come here to check what day it is today. They come here to check what day it is. Today. Today. <laughs> Until tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so okay. good at this now. <laughs> so much practice. We're basically pros that almost have equipment. Or at least you have equipment, but you're dumbing it down to match my terrible equipment. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's hard when you're recording in a hotel in North Dakota, Lesser Dakota. Also, I don't know why I am suddenly remembering this from last time, and I didn't mention it, and it's probably good, because I shouldn't have mentioned it last time either, but I'm going to now. I have ne- There's no more panicking feeling in the world than when you're in the bathroom, in a public restroom, and you're doing your business, and then you go to turn to, like, flip down some toilet paper, and there's absolutely none. Because right before the podcast last time, that happened to me, and it's like, do you call somebody? Like, or do you just like, or you just improvise? <laughs> you just start yelling help and hope somebody passes <laughs> something through. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think there's a there's a particularly uh, proper way to do that. Although Seinfeld had an awesome episode on that, it's actually it might be one of my like favorite laugh out loud sitcom moments of all time. Was uh, did did you watch Seinfeld? B? I've watched very little Seinfeld. Does it a laugh track bug you or something? No, it's just there's a lot of shows that I should watch that I haven't. Oh. Uh, do you like sitcoms at all? Yes. Okay. Like, did you enjoy How I Met Your Mother even a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother was pretty darn good up until the last episode. But yeah, that last season really pissed me off. I, I can't even go back and watch reruns anymore. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Seinfeld is one of the few that, like, didn't rely on the will-they-won't-they they sort of situation. In fact, they had, like, one episode oh, yeah. where they're like, hey, Jerry and Elaine did date, and, like, we have acknowledged that as, like, the first couple episodes, so we're bringing it back. And they hook up, like, a time or two, and there's, like, it's, like, a one-episode story arc, and they're like, we did it, we're done, we're never doing that again, because it's not interesting or funny, it's for dumb writers. Um, which is one of the things I love about the show. But Elaine, the like the best feminist comedian, like written type character of all time, in my opinion, um, she goes into a public restroom in the theater and she runs out of toilet paper. And you can like the way it's filmed, you can just see like her feet and then the person's feet like next to her, too. And she's <laughs> like, hey, I'm out of toilet paper over here. Can you can, can you give me some? No, I need I need I need all all that there is here. What? I, well, how about just like, how about just like, just three ply? And she's like, no, I, I positively cannot. I need all of it. Like, and she's like, you can't spare a square. You can't spare a square. Like, oh my god! No, I can't. I simply can't spare a square. Which is a classic Seinfeld. Like, no, no, you absolutely can't do that. Like, Kramer comes in. You know, my buddy Bob Sakamoto once did that thing. Like, what's the deal with that? Oh man. See, here, everybody thought we were just riffing and going off on a tangent, but here we are celebrating National Tell-A-Joke Day. Yeah, we're, I did that on purpose. We're skipping rum day for now. Probably because I'm drunk on rum. That's, yeah, that's my lead-in. Also, I'm, drink, <laughs> I'm drinking again, baby. You kind of heard that pop. That's a lukewarm Coors Light out of the hotel fridge. <laughs> what, you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's not even the champagne of beers. <laughs> Although I have been ar- arguing with uh, with my boss all week. She's she's a Brit, 
And uh, she's a Brit that lives in Sonoma, so she's all about IPAs. Uh, mm. And ever since I left California, I realized I don't have to drink that garbage anymore. Like, lagers and light beers are actually harder to make, and they're better. There's a reason they're the standard. It's like vanilla ice cream. Boom, callback. <laughs> nice. Like, triple callback there, because he did already talk about the IPA thing. <laughs> I still hate them today. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I've got like three stories. I've got three stories. <laughs> Speaking of stories and telling jokes. Yes. I heard you had an interesting story that it happened yesterday. Oh, man. I'm almost concerned to tell this one, but it is kind of my favorite thing in the world. Uh, okay. So I used to work for a beer bike company in Sacramento. Also, fuck them. I'm naming them. Uh, I used to work for Sac Brew Bike in Sacramento, and I loved that job. I loved that job more than any job I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, during that time, I joined a fraternity, hoping to find meaning and like it was uh, like find community. And the fraternity failed on that front. Horrible job at it. Uh, and I found that actually this job that I had really was the first place I felt like I belonged, and I loved it deeply. However, I would not be tell. It wouldn't be a fun story if it was like, and so it was great. So at a certain point, I ended up getting fired for nonsense reasons, and I won't particularly go into it now because that's not important for this story. But rest assured, I promise you, they were looking for a reason to fire me, which if I were them, I would have been thinking similarly. Now that I've been on the other end of it, I get it. But that doesn't mean I'm not bitter about it and that it wasn't shitty. So anyhow, I have had quite a few run-ins with the owners of that company that have really co caused serious problems in my life before like they they were really trying to step on me while i was like already drowning so uh i get a call from some sacramento based number and uh so i answer it and immediately the guy says like hey is this christian because this is jimmy with brew bike like Ugh. I, I get growly automatically because I, I hate those guys. But I don't remember Jimmy, so I told him, like, I, Jimmy, I don't know who Jimmy is. And he's like, you remember Jimmy? You know, like, you trained me? Jimmy, I trained a lot of guys. Like, what do you want from me? And he's just like, oh, you don't remember me. And then I go, oh, wait a minute. Jimmy, like, the guy I trained basically to replace me and steal my job, uh, the bald guy with like, the moles and the, the big chin and, like, the whole situation you had going on there. And he said, he's like, I'm not bald. I'm like, well, the guy I'm thinking of was bald, so you're either bald or you're not that guy. And he's like, well, I'm not bald. Turns out it was the guy I was thinking of, and hate to break it to you, Jimmy, you're bald. Uh, so he's like, all right, anyway, moving on. I'm running for Congress in, uh, in California's 6th District, so I just wanted to get the word out, and I'd really appreciate like any donation, any help, anything like that, or anybody you know, because uh, I think it's time for governance, and I interrupted him, and I said, wait a minute. This Jimmy, the bald guy that stole my job, is this the same Jimmy that also, two days after he stole my job, started... Fucking the girl that I was dating at the time. And he paused for a moment and with a totally straight demeanor said, I know Nicole, yes. <laughs> and What a politician. I'm wildly impressed with his ability to A, hold his composure, and B, to admit guilt in a way that seems cordial. <laughs> <laughs> He told me, yeah, fuck you, girl. What of it? Yeah, we've been acquainted. <laughs> <laughs> I know Nicole, yes. I didn't even say her name, but he sure did. So, turns out, yeah, it's Bald Jimmy. So, Bald Jimmy goes on to continue and say that he uh, is looking for donations, it's time for a new uh, leadership in Sacramento, that there's a 42-year incumbent that's been uh, in that congressional seat forever. And I ask him, I'm like, wait, so let me get this straight. You called me to help you steal someone's job. <laughs> You're not going to fuck their wife, are you? 
And that's the one time he broke his like professional demure and said like, uh, well, that wasn't the plan. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> so actually I laughed and uh, I did tell the guy that I would contact some of my politically connected friends in, uh, in the state capitol. Because I wouldn't mind if he did okay. Like, I don't actually harbor ill will towards the guy. But the man has balls. I haven't talked to him in six years, and the last interaction we had was him taking my job and then having sex with the girl I was dating while I was dating her. So, Jimmy, I can't spare the $50 you asked me for. But I've decided to help you out regardless. I pledge to help you with your campaign. Whether you want it or not. <laughs> Whether you want it or not. I am so excited at the possibility of you bringing uh, order to a disorderly 6th district in California. I pledge to go ahead and be your biggest fan. I'm going to put the word out there and I'm going to let everybody know that you're running for Congress in whatever way I feel like letting them know. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been memeing. I've been memeing today, and we'll <laughs> let you guys know some of them next week because I don't want anyone to tell Jimmy before I get the word out because I'm I'm getting billboards, man. I'm getting ads. I'm getting flyers all over town. This is the best thousand dollars I've ever spent. You're welcome, Jimmy. Watch out, Sacramento, because Jimmy's coming to town. <laughs> Congressional hopeful Jimmy. Oh, sorry. Congressional ho hopeful bald Jimmy. There it is. <laughs> Who? My favorite part was that he was he was like, I'm not bald, which means that he's bald, but he's insecure about it. And I look. He sent me the link to his website. He's not entirely bald, but that he's losing a battle with that with that hairline. That's for sure. I love that. You just did the thing where it's like, that's exactly what a bald person would say. <laughs> I'm not bald. <laughs> that's exactly what a bald person would say, baldy. Well, if he said, yes, I was bald, that is also what a bald person would say. But yeah. a more secure bald person. Jimmy, if you're going to run, run for Congress, you'd better be a secure bald man. Because I'm bringing attention to that hairline. You'd better believe it. Oh, Steal wow, my yeah. job and have sex with my girl and contact me six years later and ask for a donation for your political campaign, will you? Not on my watch. I hate when that happens. <laughs> Such relatable content on this podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I told this story. Uh, we were talking about it beforehand, and that's why it sounded like a little bit canned. But I oh, told this story. It keeps getting better and better, though. Thank you. Yeah, I, I am. I'm refining it. It's all accurate, uh, and I left out a few of the killer zingers. Like basically, my sign-off line with them. I told you earlier was, "Well, Jimmy, what you la what you lack in in hair, you make up for in balls." <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm I'm refining it. I'm getting. I'm like trimming the fat, but I'm very happy with this story. I definitely, for a second there, thought you said what you like in hair, you make up for in bald. <laughs> definitely oh. different than what you did say. Yeah, I said I said balls. I said balls. That that I hey, again, I don't dislike this man. I know him very little. I just know that he totally like him taking my job was not his doing. He didn't choose to do that. It was just a thing that happened. Like the powers that be were firing me and. They already knew that I was training my replacement. He happened to be that replacement. And also, I already said her name, so who gives a shit? Uh, she, a nice enough girl, we had some decent interactions. It was just not a great fit, and we both were not in the best place. But also, it was just an unfortunate part of my life that that happened too. And then just to have the gall, to know that that happened, and then call everybody on your phone, including the guy that, that, that you did that to, like, man, you, uh, you save all your phone numbers, apparently, just in case you run for California's 6th Congressional District. So be like Jimmy, sort of. So be, so be like Jimmy, have balls. Jimmy's 
bald balls are massive. <laughs> so I got to give it to him. And by give it to him, I mean billboards, pamphlets, Instagram ads. They're coming your way, Jimmy. I have some amount of money now, and I am happy to spend it on your campaign, whether you want me to or not. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this. Well, so, okay, so like I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little antsy because like I want to do it right now, but I know I should wait a little bit. And also, it's been frustrating to tell this story to people because they don't particularly listen. And we mentioned this that like you were telling your wife about it, and she just like straight up doesn't believe that happened. Yeah, like I said very early on, one of the first episodes, I'm excited for our listeners to really see the crazy stuff that happens to you that is all very real. Well, the thing is, like, will they know that it's real? Or, like, they'll just assume that I'm making it up every time. Because, like, the thing is, goofy shit happens to me, and it's never, like, terrible or bad. Everything's just, like, interesting. Like, I've told you this, I I like to, like, if any of y'all are nerds out there, it's like, um, like playing Fallout or D and D, where like you have strength uh, and skill, like skills like intelligence and all that, um, that you can mess with. And one of the skills often in RPGs is luck, and that one's less obvious because like you know if you do strength, you can carry more stuff and punch things harder, right? But uh, the stat on a one to ten for luck is less obvious. Uh, like one of them that's a little more cut and dry is like you'll find more ammo in crates or more like apples and barrels or whatever the hell um <laughs> or a thicker fuller ha- hairline <laughs> um zing national tell a joke day <laughs> hey i'm a joke man i tell jokes uh but um something that luck also changes is like random encounters like an example of a random encounter in a game like fallout would be uh aliens crash land in front of you and there's like a random number generator that decides whether that happens or not uh and if you have low luck things like that are unlikely to happen but if you have high luck in addition to finding the more ammo and crates an alien might crash land in front of you and then attack you and that means that that's scary because aliens are attacking oh no it's this wild thing but if the aliens or whatever like you get alien weapons that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Like, there's a benefit to crazy shit happening, like, even if it's, you know, disorienting or scary or whatever it is. And I find that in my life, someone must have rolled the luck skill as high as possible. Not because I win the lottery kind of luck, but more luck where it's like, my random encounters are off the charts. Like, just crazy shit happens to me constantly, and people rarely believe it, because it sounds, it sounds like I'm making up a story every time. Yeah, I feel like my, like, around six to seven out of ten that I've got, uh, compared to your, like, nine to ten, because there's a bunch of weird stuff that happens to me constantly also. Yeah. Like what? He says, putting him on the spot. Yeah. Uh, one of the less interesting ones, but more bizarre ones to me, is I've been spat on for no reason four times. Wait, I have literally not heard any of these stories as far as I know. Yeah. yeah. That or I need to listen Four times. to <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, yeah. Okay, so it's also a possibility that, like, everyone else has these crazy shit things happen to them, and they're just, they think that they're less interesting, and then just don't share them. Yeah, definitely a possibility. Uh, but yeah, there's, there was one time where I was talking about it to uh, <laughs> my girlfriend at the time, and we were walking together you mean there's women other than your wife that have existed in the past never (laughs) which is actually which is actually pretty that would have been possible i suppose (laughs) anyway sorry continue i'm interrupting your flow (laughs) so i'm walking we're holding hands we're walking down the sidewalk and it's pretty narrow sidewalk it's like under a tunnel thing and then some dude comes like zipping by on his bike yeah and Spits on me. Well, I was really wondering what was coming next. <laughs> and then... There we go. Yeah, he makes it to the other side of the tunnel. And he turns around. And he <laughs> does it again. Wait. Okay, how, wait, how does this work? You said you were under a tunnel? In a tunnel? Yeah, we're going, like, under... In a tunnel. Yeah, underneath an overpass kind of thing. 
Wait, so how wait, so you were walking underneath as he's like going by. Yeah, he's biking straight by. And he spits on you. And as you're going under spits. Yeah. And then you go to the other side and it, like he would have to have Wait, then how does he do it again? We're not all the way through cuz cuz he's on a bike and he's really fast. And he's got a mission. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a mission to make this podcast more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's two out of the four times. The other two were separate occasions. Oh, two, two of the times was the same occasion? Well, that sort of kind of doesn't count, although that's kind of more amazing. Right, yeah. That's why that's always the one story that I tell when it comes to that. You tell them one more time you got spit on, and then we'll save the next one for, a, for like 30 podcasts from now. <laughs> uh, there was another time where... See, that's the thing about it. Is it's so bizarre because it's so uninteresting. It's not like, oh, me and some guy were having some trouble and pushing each other around or something. No, that doesn't happen. It's just, I pull up to a stoplight. This other person pulls up to a stoplight. They roll their window down and spit on my car. They didn't spit on you, though, right? Not that time. Or was it like, it like, loogies the window? Yeah, he just... Hit as hard as he could on my car, rolled his window up, and then we sat at the red light for a little while. <laughs> so, B, you, you made a mistake on this podcast just now. Yeah. I hereby decree, in a tradition, any fan that meets B in real life... Oh, no. ...bit on him, and, and so he'll know. <laughs> really rack up that count of times I've been spit on. Hey, that's a way to show you're a true fan. And I'm going to mention this on multiple episodes so that people know to spit on you. <laughs> this is so upsetting. Him acting mad is part of the act. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what somebody that would love it would say. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my stomach hurts today from laughing so much making these memes about, about bald Jimmy. Oh. God, I wish I, wish, I, wish I would have been... Uh, I would have been in on the presidential race in 2016, like, Lion Ted and Sleepy Joe and Bald Jimmy. <laughs> but it's way more fun when you have a moderate personal stake in it. Oh, dude, I'm so excited about this. Also, I fucked up and I told the story to two of my coworkers and they are bald as fuck. And I realized after saying bald the first time that I was like, they're going to hate me telling this story. And they did. They were like, well, that was interesting. And I was like, like, fuck you guys, that's a good story. <laughs> fuck you, baldies. <laughs> <laughs> what you lack in hair, you also lack in humor. <laughs> oh, man. So international, that was International Tower Joke Day. Boom, we told some jokes. You're welcome. There's no actual history to it, as far as we can tell. It's one of those stupid made-up holidays that you guys seem to love so much. Speaking of stupid made-up ones, National Airborne Day? I'm... You know, normally I'm the hot take guy. I'm going to let you make this hot take because you're disrespecting our boys in camo. Our boys in parachutes. (laughs) Yeah, so National (laughs) Airborne Day was created by the Bush administration to celebrate uh, American soldier paratroopers. Are you sure it wasn't uh, made by a school teacher that liked zinc? Nice. Look at that. Yeah. That zinker of a joke. That's a airborne medicine. No, I'm trying joke. to make this a profitable podcast. Uh, airborne, come sponsor us. In fact, okay, we're riffing an ad right now because that's my favorite thing. Uh, call eight five seven two two two. Call airborne and we'll do it to you. <laughs> this Fuck. is his favorite thing, everyone. <laughs> Okay, uh, okay, wait. Uh, call A five seven two two two. Everyone's got zinc, and now so do you. Oh shit, that wasn't bad. Come on, go on, give it to me. Yeah, that was that was wonderful, especially the six digit phone number. <laughs> hey, if you really want zinc, you'll dial the last phone number. Which that's a classic thing when uh you uh like sexy g- girls on TV give you their phone number on TV. They're just like. My number is six five two six five two. 
It's like, wait, this is only six numbers. You need seven. Well, I'm going to make you work for it at least a little bit. And then you have to dial each number one by one. And this is back in the day before cell phones where you could just text people. So you'd have to call them and be like, hi, is this hot Felicia? And they're like, no, this is regular Felicia. And you're like, fuck. And you have to call the second number. And I can go on and explain how each of those calls would go. So you call the second number and you're like, hey, is this hot Felicia? And they say, no, it's not. And then you dial the third number. That would be so obnoxious to be one of those unlucky people to have that phone number and constantly be getting that call. Hey, is this hot Felicia? Turns out number three wasn't hot Felicia either. So you dial that you dial the fourth number. <laughs> oh jeez. Hey, by the time we get to nine, it'll be funny again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta hold off on that and make that joke in like ten minutes, make them work for it. Yeah, or we'll make it three episodes from now and have a callback on it. That's that's the that's the key to comedy: rules of three, or overdoing it, or uh, callbacks. Nice. <laughs> now I'm tempted to make a Simpsons reference, but I kind of want it to be organic. You already did by singing the Mister Plow theme. Uh, wait. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Call Mister Plow. That's my name. That name again is Mister Plow. Call a five seven two two two. Everyone's got zinc, and now so do you. Oh shit! So organic. <laughs> oh, wow. God, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, National Airborne Day. Super appreciative for what those people do. Still think it's a very strange holiday. Well, I mean, so is. I guess, like, technically it's similar to, like, Veterans Day or whatever the fuck Memorial Day is. I think... I feel like Memorial Day is pretty self-evident of what it is. No, nobody knows what Memorial Day is. I would be shocked if that was true. I bet you any amount of money, if you ask ten people on the street, they might say, at best, I don't know, it's about memoriam for soldiers. But they'll probably say, I don't know, it's about... Barbecue military, you know, like that. Three like, day weekends. Well, of, of course, like that's what everybody actually thinks of first. Yeah. But if you like pressed them on it with a microphone, like those YouTube jerks. Um, yeah. that's right. We're coming for you, YouTube. Uh, they would probably, I would assume, say something along the lines of like, I don't know, something about the military, and that's the closest they'd get. Eight out of ten times. I think Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Awesome holidays, and I feel like they should be celebrated better and more. Uh, but hot take National Airborne Day. Why is that such a specific one? And, I mean, we should know this. This is our podcast that we do on weird holidays. Are there other, like, very specific, like... Like Navy SEAL Scuba Day? Yeah. Like, very, yeah. very specific. Not just, like... It's not just pilots in the military, it's specifically paratroopers. Maybe it's because this is me just straight up riffing on imagining what it's like to be a paratrooper. Like, paratroopers are usually, like, let's say D-Day. Because I assume it was, like, stuff from pre-Vietnam, even, that they're mainly talking about. Although I have no idea, because I'm not a military guy, so uh, I apologize on not knowing that one. Actually, no, I don't apologize, I don't. I don't fucking know. It's not my wheelhouse, man. Um, anyhow, uh, so they drop them behind enemy lines normally. So that would be the type of thing like, okay, so they're going to be landing on Normandy and they're preparing the amphibious assault. And so like the night before that's ha that happens, because you also don't want to telegraph that you're clearly moving a bunch of people onto the beachhead. You drop like a couple thousand people under cover of nightfall from the skies and then like hope that they make their way to the beachhead to the bunkers and like can flank them from behind so that there's not machine guns just like tearing apart your uh, your landing crew. Yeah. So that's the scariest job and like the most disposable of jobs because I don't know if you know this, but uh, parachutes kind of have a weakness to holes and bullets are good at putting holes and stuff and are a big target. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not saying like. Uh, yeah, I guess I did say exactly paratroopers don't deserve a holiday. Uh, yeah, I'd probably take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, maybe, like, I, I'm assuming that other ones, like, deserve a holiday, but if everyone's special, no one is. 
but I do think paratroopers, if anything, like I initially thought that this day would be kind of a stupid thing, but I don't know, man. Like I think that probably those are the most badass, like it'd be impossible not to shit your pants kind of missions. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even imagine how intense of an experience that is. Because you land, and you have a big, like, sign above your head saying, hey, I'm landing, like, and not only are they shooting at you, but when you land, uh, you gotta, like, I I, I forget what the stats are, but it's, like, I think one in a thousand, like, dies when you land, uh, like, in combat scenario. No, 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 it wasn't that. It was one in a thousand, like, just landing, not even getting, like, shot down kind of thing, just landing, like, you'll break a leg, which... That's gonna fuck your day up. <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, you're, you're, like it's gonna be like, oh, thank God I pack crutches in, in in my parachute pack. Like, let me just go ahead and like waddle on over to the to the bunker and you know, say hey to say hey to Fritz over here. Like, uh, <laughs> it's it's gonna be a rough time. Uh, paratroopers, this is the type of shit that I wish we had Chad as a as a as a guest spot because that's our other brother, one of our two other brothers uh, that would definitely talk our ear off about this sort of thing because you know men in their mid-30s either get really in shape or start reading about world war ii yeah that's so crazy because once you once you're done with like the what should be the most terrifying part which is parachuting into war zone yep then you have to then you're in a war zone (laughs) be in a war zone (laughs) and not only you're in a war zone you're like behind enemy lines where there's not very many of you and there's a lot of them that that's why there's the lines. Dang. Yeah, man. Turns out National Airborne Day are probably, probably our the most legit so of these holidays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not one of those like blindly like support our troops people, but I gotta give respect where respect is due, man. Like that's I am thankful that was not me. So that I can be on this podcast talking shit about rum and the fortunate son, Bald Jimmy, who's gonna say Bald Jimmy supports sending troops behind enemy lines against their will. Or maybe he doesn't. Who knows? Someone ask him. Some hard-hitting reporter ask him, because I'm not saying he did that. But he he didn't say he, he didn't say he wouldn't. How about that one? There we go. Does that's, that's... Bald Jimmy poke holes in paratroopers' parachutes? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope he ends up getting national attention from this thing, and it does help his career, and he just has to, like, just eat, because he's not bald. I would love everyone to call him Bald Jimmy for the rest of his life. Like, oh, dude, I know I told you about this, but in high school, there was this guy that, like, honestly, he's a pretty cool dude. He ended up being one of the coolest dudes, like, after high school, um, but I had learned something from Chad. Uh, our brother we were just talking about where like someone started a rumor about him that he had one nut like that he was like he had one ball oh yeah so so this guy had done something that pissed me off so i was like fuck it let's see if i can do this i acted like i was talking to one of my friends so that people would overhear the locker room gossip that this guy only had one ball and i got specific i was like yeah it's not like well, it's kind of like two. It's like they're like fused together. It's like a super nut, you know. It's like one double nut, you know. Like it's it's like like in 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 peanuts where like you know sometimes they'll be kind of like fused together, like cherries where you get the butt cherry, you know. And they believed it, and, and so people wonder why, or you wonder why people think you make up crazy stories because <laughs> even the ones that you do make up have some serious detail. Oh. Because I'm talking. Oh yeah. Well, hey man, it's all about making it. That was important because I had to make the sale as if this was a real thing. Because I was making this up that he had like you know a super nut. Because if I just yeah. said he had one ball, it's not believable. But if I get like weirdly specific, like they'll be like, "Ew, why would he talk about how specific his nuts are?" And it's like unless <laughs> he's a weirdo and it's real. <laughs> so, true. so they believed it, and then that rumor got around school and. It, this guy was really distraught one day. He was talking to me. I'm like, he's like, oh man, I'm just like, I'm having a shitty day. I was like, what's going on? He's like, man, just like all the girls keep like asking to see my balls. I was like, that doesn't seem to be a problem. <laughs> he's like, no, because they think I have one nut. Uh, and then I just started laughing. I was like, oh yeah, sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> so 
So, same thing. Uniball Brent. Yeah, that's right. I said it. And uh, bald-headed Jimmy. Let's make it happen. Brent, he's so cool, too. <laughs> yeah, Brent's awesome, dude. Okay, for the record, last time I heard, Brent has two glorious nuts. <laughs> I'll take back the glorious part. I didn't hear that. I, I have no, How about this? I have no reason to believe that he has one ball, although it has been a long time since I've seen him, so I suppose it's still possible that he lost a, lost a nut while he was doing his pasta straws business. Yeah. Oh, no. Did I give away his, his, his identity? <laughs> What's the rules with this? Are we allowed to I do that? Know. I, I think it really just depends on whether we feel like it or not. Hey, so people who know me, you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much power with our 25 listeners. <laughs> yeah, but it's possible that, hey, maybe Brent will run for Congress one of these days or something. And then run afoul of me. I heard you have to have lots of balls for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's disqualified. <laughs> it tied in. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Oh, okay, what a roller coaster this conversation has been. Nice. Welcome to National Roller Coaster Day. Where we roast toast them. That's the thing that we do on roller coaster. Yeah. Roast yeah, okay. Toast em. It's too bad it's not the end of the episode because I, I would a thousand percent roll into, like, as we say every week, roast them <laughs> and toast them. <laughs> <laughs> I love our uh, inconsistent sign-offs. Uh, but we're not signing off yet. As we say every week. <laughs> we love our sign-offs. I'm not much of a roller coaster guy. In general. Yeah, no, you were a big bitch when we were kids. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, dude! Tell that story. Uh, yeah, we alluded to it. Did I we? think on, like, the first episode or something. God, we think we're so interesting, but we have like three stories. Yeah, really. But we didn't tell the full story, so here we go. Get ready for a roller coaster of a story. Um, so we're at Universal Studios in LA. Wait, this might have been the first week. I forgot what the topic was. Yeah. Yeah. We're, oh, yeah, it was Bikini Day. Yeah, we definitely told this story. Yeah, it was Bikini Day, and we were talking about how I had just gone to the water park. Okay. Yeah. I, huh. Back when one of us did research. (laughs) (laughs) Did we tell the story again? Oh, yeah. We didn't tell the the full story. We just kind of mentioned a little bit about it. Uh, So we're we're at Universal Studios, and we're in line for the Jurassic Park ride. And I'm a little sissy, and I was probably like nine or ten at the time. That sounds about right. And I hate roller coaster kind of stuff i'm not a thrill seeker well you've never really been on one yeah but i don't like dropping on stuff and falling it sucks <laughs> from all the times i dropped you when you were a baby probably. But hey, what were they doing giving a three-year-old a baby <laughs> <laughs> they probably dropped you <laughs> someone must have dropped them if they thought that was a good idea <laughs> there we go that's what i was going for yeah see, i knew, I knew what joke you were trying to make yeah, see, you must have dropped me one too many times. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, moving on. There we go. <laughs> What's that rule? Say it enough times and it's funny again. Hey, well, normally, like we we can we can fight our way out of out of, out of that paper bag. You know what I mean? Like we we really we really make it through. Yeah. So I'm in line and I am not having it. I'm not one to go at all. So I'm like, hey, can I? not wait here in line can i go somewhere else i don't want to go on this ride jurassic park it's not that there's dinosaurs dinosaurs are fine i can just tell that there's gonna be a huge drop on this thing and i have no interest in being there when that happens but from dad's perspective it's like hey universal studios is expensive and it sucks and it's gonna be a line and i don't want to have to like have one of us sit out to babysit your ass like just go on the ride, you big baby, and it's probably not even that bad. I totally understand that, and right there with you. Totally makes sense. <laughs> but you look at where they load in the cart. Yeah. Like, on the track. 
and immediately it starts trekking up a huge hill. And so yeah, I try and I try and point out like, hey, I know there's gonna be a drop. Look at that. There's no reason they would have that without a drop. I was a pretty smart ten year old. Yeah, I was gonna say, look at you, smarty pants ten year old. And dad says, No, there's not gonna be a drop. Don't worry about it. And I I just know. I, I so. think my favorite part is that dad actually didn't know. Like, I'm sure he knew there was some amount of drop. But he feels so guilty that this happened that he he truly didn't know to what extent this thing was going to have dropped. Yeah. Yeah, so we get on the ride, much to my protesting, and we start climbing up that hill, that enormous hill, and I look over and you can tell Dad's kind of squirming a little bit. Yeah, you're just staring daggers. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh shoot, he's probably right. And I'm, I remember I was like elbowing him, I was like, dude, this drop is uh, it's probably going to be something. <laughs> yep. Like, I was shitting my pants when we, when we end up getting to a drop that I assume is coming. Yeah, so we're riding around on this thing. There's a bunch of dinos. It's a pretty cool ride. Until it gets to the very end. T-Rex comes down at you like a oh, lame version of the boulder in Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's the perfect way to put it. And there's like a waterfall that like spreads out. But I remember, and maybe th- this is actually maybe me making it up, but this was also like I was like 12 or 13 or whatever it was. Like this was forever ago. We got stuck like, right before the drop, and I don't mean, like, the waterfall was open and we could see down it, but, like, the the lame boulder was, like, thrashing about and being like, I'm a boulder or a T-Rex or whatever. Oh, yeah. Did, didn't that happen? Yeah. And that made it worse because, like, you were like, I told you! And Dad's like, maybe the ride got shut down and you got saved? And I'm like, I don't think that's the case. Although, honestly, I would like that, too, because now I'm pooping my pants. Yeah. And then we end up Scooting forward, you can finally see down this huge drop after the T-Rex comes down. Yeah, it was and cool. it starts to fall. The picture thing flashes, and I, I was absolutely terrified, and, like sobbing my eyes out. Yeah. yeah. And I think that drop is, what, 80 feet? Oh, dude, it's way bigger than that. In fact, that, I'm, right now I'm looking it up. And, like, still today... I don't mind roller coasters that go fast or like corkscrews are fine, loops are okay. But if there's a drop, I hate it. And it's not like a PTSD from this experience. Wait, that's it? Oh, we're a bunch of pussies, man. I don't know. How much is it? 85 feet. Yeah, yeah, 85 feet. See, <laughs> that number is kind yeah, of. Yeah, uh, wait, no, that's, that's nine stories. Yeah, that's a. Tall building. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty decent, and it's a water ride, which do feel different, because uh, like roller coasters, like Jurassic World Velocicoaster is 140 feet, so it's like close to double. Jeez. But uh, Splash Mountain is 50 feet. It's 49 feet. Oh, so, I hate Splash Mountain. I love Splash Mountain. Holy shit! Oh, dude, I see. I didn't think I was gonna have anything to say about roller coasters because I don't give a shit about roller coasters. But like, dude, I love Splash Mountain. Holy shit, it's the best ride of all time. I literally have Splash Mountain. I have a playlist on Spotify called I Can Smile, which is kind of a dumb name. But it, it's, it, it, it's when I realized I like... Uh, so Chad was going through a breakup, and uh, he's like, hey, can you like send me some music recommendations? Because I was like big into music at the time, because I was an angsty like college kid. And so uh, I sent him along a bunch of like sad music or whatever like that I was dancing to at the time and uh he was like dude I don't want fucking sad music like I just went through a breakup and I was like that's when you want sad music the most and he's like you're stupid and I was like that's fair so <laughs> I realized I didn't have any happy music so I made this playlist called I Can Smile that had all these like songs that would make me happy and then now it's just kind of the thing that I'm like here I want to hear the song again I'll toss it on there I have it'll pop up on shuffle all the time uh the Splash Mountain like musical medley medley yeah the music and like the animatronics and stuff on that ride are awesome it's perfect it's the perfect combination between dark ride and thrill ride it's perfect it's it's no lame boulder 
I just hate what the will poor so Brer Rabbit do to keep from becoming rabbit stew? Hey, Brer Bear, we're getting that Brer Rabbit. Let's throw him right back into the bear patch. And then uh, they, they've got Brer Rabbit like thrashing about in honey, which used to be tar, but tar baby's racist or something because Uncle Remus or Uncle Ben or some shit. Uh, and the race guy. <laughs> I knew it wasn't Uncle Ben. I was saying it for comedy. Um, yeah, but uh, and mine was the punchline. <laughs> Welcome to Tell a Joke Day. Hey, they're not they're not always good, but sometimes they're adequate. Uh, so he's like thrashing about in his like little like honey thing because it can't be a tar baby. Um, so he he's thrashing and saying he's like, I said, I said, and you're go- you're going in between all these different parts, and so you'll hear just like a little bit of that, so you won't get the whole thing. But oh, dude, I love that ride. We used to ride it uh, at night because nobody rides it once the sun goes down because no one wants to get wet. Uh, and when we go to Disneyland, we go. Side note: Disneyland's better than Disney World by a country mile, a country bear jam jamboree of a mile. And uh, oh, Simpsons reference. Oh yeah, dang! We got two this time. Yeah, we got we got we got two. Wait, what, what's what's Country Bear Jamboree from? What, what when did they say that? I don't remember. Oh, it's, it's okay. That's what it is. It's from the Bear Patrol. <laughs> it's like a freaking Country Bear Jamboree around here. Oh yeah, even when it was the immigrants, <laughs> I knew it was the bears. <laughs> it's the bears. Even when I knew it was the immigrants, I, I knew it was them. <laughs> I love that show. Um, okay. <laughs> we need to go through that show episode by episode. I'm really excited about that. We do. Um, so yeah, so uh, yes, after after nighttime, no one would ride it because it would get wet. And so when we go to Disneyland, we go before they open, and we'll wait in line behind all the parents with kids on on their shoulders that are all you know tired and shitty and have been going for a week because Disney has how somehow convinced parents that. Going to Disneyland takes a week. It does not take a week. It is a one-day, all-day activity, and that is it. If you want to go to two parks, it's a day and a half. But the second park is not worth going to. It's not worth the park hopper pass. It's gotten a lot better. It's pretty cool now. Oh, is it cool now? Yeah, California it's Adventure. really cool now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, weren't you just in Disneyland? Yeah, yeah, I was actually in it, what, two weeks ago? Did you go on Splash Mountain? I didn't, but... Shorty, so Suck my butthole. No, I hate Splash Mountain. I mean, I love it, but <laughs> I definitely were going to say butthole. I, I like that you didn't say you hated butthole. <laughs> um, so the wife, oh, man, my wife, my wife, <laughs> Rick, um, she decided to be brave, and she is way more sissy than I am, even when it comes to roller oh my coasters. God, Shorty, Shorty's such a baby. <laughs> And so this time she's like, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to ride. I know. I know she said those words too. Mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> to ride the mountains. I'm going to do this, like, space hey, mountain. Oh. I'm going to do Thunder Mountain. I'm going to do the mountains. Hey, well, guess, guess what, uh, what flashy ride, guess what that's called? Flash Mountain. <laughs> yeah, I know. So Shorty is not brave. She doesn't, she doesn't deserve, deserve that ad song. The, the I want to see you be brave because I'm imagining that's what's playing in Shorty's head while she's doing it. Uh, so what happens? We get there before it opens, and wait in that's that line. Rule. That's the rule. And, and we book it to Space Mountain because that always has a long line because it's such an amazing ride. Yeah, that 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 ride's the best. Yep. Yeah, it's the best ride. Except this time, it was not the best ride. Which was so upsetting because the music, for some reason, in the cart wasn't working. So it was silent. Oh. Well, I mean, and, like, that's like every other roller coaster in the world, though. Plus, cool yeah. light show. Yeah. But this, the whole feeling of Space Mountain is like the smooth, the like, zipping around in space and all that. Uh, while, which... while basically listening, like at, like at one point they had a song that was like vaguely Aerosmithy, 
Yeah, that one was love weird. Love in an elevator. Well, like, I know they actually have an Aerosmith one, but I remember riding Space Mountain, and they had, like, a like a Aerosmith-type song on there. Yeah. yeah, they did that for a little bit and didn't keep it around for very long. But they're, like, Star Trek-y kind of sounding music is, like, that's what makes that ride, surprisingly. I didn't realize that until this time. Uh, because when it's silent in there, all you can hear is the rattling of the rails. Oh. And it does not feel smooth at all. It feels almost like the Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> where you're like kind of bouncing oh, oh, and rattling oh, I around. Oh, Thunder sucks. Yeah, I, 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 don't even like, I don't even like that one. That yeah. Okay, also, Rock and Space Mountain was a thing. And it was, yeah. it was temporary seasonal overlay of Space Mountain, which changed the theme of the ride. That of a red hot chili pepper. That's what it was. Concert in space. And uh, to the tune of the band's cover of Stevie Wonder's Higher Ground. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it wasn't Aerosmith. It was like, do you reach the higher ground? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Just imagining, like, actually zipping around in space to the sound of skip, pop, skip, dip, skip, boop. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone ever told you that you have a future in music? Uh, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> shout it out! Shout it out! Everybody, go listen to Be Freed Music. All twenty-five of you. We expect twenty-five Spotify listens. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, so roller coasters. Yeah, my wife ended up not. She didn't writing, like it. Yeah, she ended up not riding any of the other mountains because wait, she went ride... mountain and she was such a baby about it. That ride is way more intense than I remember it being. Yeah, it it's it's the perfect roller coaster though. It is when there's music. <laughs> well, it's it's the exact like step up from baby rides, and it's not like a Six Flags like real roller coaster that has no theming and is just like it's extreme. Um, and they'll call it something like Tatsu or like uh, Medusa. Or, yeah, Superman. dude, Medusa's sick. I, I, I gotta give it to Medusa at, I think it's Discovery Kingdom now. It used to be, not SeaWorld, but, uh, yeah, what was what did that used to be called? Discovery Kingdom? Do you remember? I think it was always Six Flags Discovery nope. Kingdom. Nope, definitely really? not. Since, since you could go, which you never would have, but since you could yeah. go, it would have been. Yeah, Marine World. Six Flags Marine World. Oh, yeah. That does sound familiar. Over in, uh, uh, Vallejo. That's over in Vallejo, but it's right next to Benicia, which is where that same week that bald-headed Jimmy stole my job and hooked up with uh, the girl that I was dating at the time, my best friend from high school, whom I love dearly, but I, this was bad timing for him, hit me up on Facebook Messenger back when that was a thing and uh, asked how my lady life was. I said I didn't want to talk about it, and then he brought it back up three more times, and I was like, okay, what's the deal? What do you want to know? And he was like, uh, so, like, I kind of want to date your last girlfriend. Is that cool? I was like, did you already sleep with her? And he's like, uh, I'm not saying no. <laughs> I know Nicole, yes. <laughs> I know Nicole, yes. Oh, man, it wasn't Nicole. Nicole wasn't that much of a dick. Uh, no, that was, that was, a, that was a different person. Um, but, yeah, she, she lived right there. That's what I'm saying. So I don't like Six Flags Marine World for that reason now. Because she lived near there, even though, like, Man, I embarrassed myself with that girl. Honestly, like, I owe her an apology because that romance is hard. Yeah, romance is one roller coaster ride. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, so Shorty seriously didn't ride. I mean, Thunder Mountain sucks, so whatever. Um, I don't think what what else is there at Disneyland that's roller coastery? Treated Space Blasters. Um. Oh yeah, that one's t- dude. Tea teacups oh. are everybody's freaking scary. Teacups, I don't want to say it because even having 25 more people know about it is going to make it worse for me, but best tip for a like day at Disneyland ever yep. is even though you might be tempted to like when parades and fireworks are going on, like go on the big rides that'll have shorter lines. Yeah. When fireworks are going on, go on yeah. teacups. 100%. Oh, it's beautiful. It's the most magical thing in the park. Because you've got the teacups and like the beautiful trees, such a beautiful yeah, and like the market lights over the top, 
and you got all the Alice in Wonderland stuff around, and you got fireworks exploding in the sky. Oh man, it is truly something magical. Oh, and you're looking at your beautiful wife that you love. What you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's so going on a t-shirt someday. What you think you're better than me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was put on a t-shirt last time? You, I mean, you edited the thing, so you remember this stuff better than I do. You wanted to say something about Christian says, go to your local library with a brick. No. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, it was something It was something like that, but it was a little bit more clever, if I remember right. Although, to be fair, last week I was not doing particularly well. Yeah, yeah, we could tell by the 48-minute intro talking about uh, work About, yeah, shop talk that nobody cares about. Yeah. It's my realization <laughs> that corporate life is fucking ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's how everything runs. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no need to get into that. Like, I, I said my piece. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the what, what was... Oh, oh, I got, yeah, new t-shirt idea. Hey, it's B, spit on him. <laughs> B, we're going to have a fan spit on you one of these days. <laughs> if I have a goal, hey, what's your goal with this podcast? You want to make some money? You want to get sponsors? Sure, why not? But really, my goal is to have someone spit on my brother once. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that he wants from this is to turn his brother into a spittoon. <laughs> Good old spittoon B freed. <laughs> oh well. Wow. Oh, spit, spit a cherry bit out. I've been blowing up this toilet, man. <laughs> Don't eat three pounds of cherries by yourself in one night. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know, cherries are basically a laxative if you eat enough of them. And it's not that many. <laughs> <laughs> it's way before the three pound mark. Yeah, it's like maybe two dozen. Oh man, yeah. I oh it. It's been... <laughs> And I'm sharing a room with Red, and I feel kind of bad about it. So <laughs> uh, National Rum Day. <laughs> yes, yes, because we're gonna have to get drunk to forget that conversation. Mm, nice. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, rum is great. Probably one of my top three liquors. All right, top three liquors on Branson Spittoon Freed's list, starting with a number between one and three. There are three. Top liquors and Branson's top three top liquors. We're going to start with number three and then number two and go all the way up to number one of Branson Freed's top three liquors. Starting now, number three liquor on his top three liquors. You may begin. I'm really trying to pad this episode out. Uh, I, stole, I stole that from Har- uh, Harmontown. It was, it's, it's like... Dan Harmon's top three shoe jokes, starting with <laughs> yeah. number one. <laughs> it, uh, it might be one of my favorite podcast moments ever. Right, number three. Oh man, I was just gonna say like lady, but that's such a that's your niche that's your thing. favorite liquor. Yeah, because our our dog and her cute dog tongue lick stuff. Yeah, and she's a dog. Really stupid. God, that joke sucked. <laughs> that was awful. Oh God, be. <laughs> It's my job to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, I'm a disgrace the National Tell a Joke Day. Woof. Uh, yeah, it's number three. <laughs> oh, did you number... miss that joke? Yeah, no, I, I got it. That was pretty good. <laughs> I didn't even mean to make that one. I'm just happy. All right, so see, we, we, one of us will always pull out of the tailspin. Okay, uh, starting with number three on top three two jokes. Uh, it's going to be rum. It's number three. Rum. Number three liquor. You couldn't have lied and made it the number one and then we transition into it? You had to be an nope. asshole? Nope, that's how it works. If, if you're going to hype up my number three spot that much. Number three! Moving on to a number that isn't three. It's below three, but it's above three on this list, being number two. Two is Soju. We've talked about this exact thing. I swear, we do have three stories. Yeah, we have three stories. Also, so do you, curly mustache motherfucker. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, just give him number one. And number one, the first one on my list of the liquors that's number one is gin. Hey! Anybody who says bourbon's their favorite or whiskey's their favorite just hasn't 
had much liquor. Yeah, and they're, they're a girl pretending to like be one of the boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Jin's yeah, number one, no question. Shorty definitely is. Uh, she's an actual whiskey drinker, where it's not like she's not one of the boys type of girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> it's kind of funny. Anytime that we're at like a family event or anything like that one of the like men of the family will be like hey you want some wh- whiskey to me i'm like yeah that sounds good and every single time she's like what about me i want whiskey she's so cute <laughs> she's the best i love your wife she's so great yeah i love my wife too she's so my wife hey my wife, my wow, wife. Wow. <laughs> every time someone says my wife um <laughs> Okay, so yeah, let's talk rum. Uh, rum distilled from sugarcane, it's clear, and then they age it in oak barrels, and so it becomes it's, unclear. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's unclear. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> but I'm uh uh, I don't sip rum often enough because like there's it, it's like tequila. It's it's one of those ones where like it doesn't get sipped on the rocks often enough. Um, yeah. And if you go upper scale, it's it's the move. Yeah, uh, hot take. Bacardi sucks. Oh, dude, Bacardi sucks ass. Yeah, it's terrible. Unless they want to sponsor us, then they're the best. Yeah. Better yeah. than they're number three on my top three liquors if they want to sponsor us. If they want to sponsor us, they're number one on my top favorite liquors that sponsor us. They do. It's, <laughs> they, I've, been, I've been working doing branding. It's all about <laughs> saying things that are technically true. <laughs> uh, Diplomatico Reserva. Oh, dude. It's like. It's a cool, classic, rummy-looking bottle, and it's, you know, the, like, kind of, like, frosted, like, shitty glass. Yeah. And it's got, like, a old Latin man on it with a big beard and mustache. It's so damn good over ice, I can't even believe it. Ooh. That's it's, it's, like, even... it's like a $40 price point. Yeah, that's not that expensive. Yeah, dude, it's good. Like, you gotta get the... In fact, I'm gonna link it in our little chat. Yeah, I gotta get some of that, because I love rum. And I, like, about half of the time that I have rum, I usually have it straight. Oh, perfect. Yeah, you're going to love this. That one is actually my number one favorite. Uh, yeah, dude, you've got to try it. It's freaking awesome. It's a little sweet, if I'm honest, but it's very, very good. It's, I feel like one of the things that makes rum so great is that it's literally just sugar. You can't <laughs> really go wrong with it. Sugar and booze. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. like, sure, all alcohol is made from sugars, but, like, this one's just straight up sugar cane. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm a big tea, tiki tiki beverage fan. Oh, I love tiki drinks. Like Jungle Bird in Sacramento is one of the go-to spots for me. I always hated the people that were there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's not usually high-quality people at tiki bars, such as myself. <laughs> That's true. But the drinks are the drinks are awesome. Quality. Oh, dude, painkillers are so damn good. Oh, painkillers so good. And mm-hmm. if I wasn't tired, I'd get into the, like the trademarking of drinks. Yeah, that is weird that it's only Pussers, which... Also, what a horrible name. Terrible name on all accounts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know it's bad when nobody wants to even say your name. I think that's probably why they trademarked it, is they're like, you have to say it. <laughs> yeah. They're forcing people to say it because they wouldn't otherwise. Yeah, um... Pusser's rum. Uh, what, what was what was? Um, one oh, of the few... oh, grog. A grog is just a uh, rum diluted with water because it's basically like it. It would be like the level of a beer. So it's because water, you couldn't really drink it when you were sailing around. Yeah. So you use the alcohol to disinfect it. Yep. So they would do uh, navy grogs. So it'd basically yeah. be like diluted rum down to beer level. Yeah. One of the few drinks that I would very much agree with mom because she tends to be into very fruit like forward sweet drinks uh, which, which aren't usually the best uh, but lava flows man those are so good isn't that just a pina colada with strawberry syrup uh, it's like a mix of pina colada and strawberry daiquiri so basically yes <laughs> well wait what, what's, what's the addition that they make other than just strawberry syrup they like make two separate drinks and mix them together uh, which I don't know we if talk, I believe you. We talk, that, well, that's what it's supposed to be. 
which we talked about daiquiris on an earlier episode. That was uh, one of our best episodes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, citrus juice and rum and syrup. So basically, yeah. Uh, rum, coconut rum, strawberries, pineapple juice, coconut cream, banana. Oh, they had banana in it. Okay. So yeah, it's a pina colada plus banana and strawberries. Today is August 16th, National Rum Day, National Tell-A-Joke Day, National Roller Coaster Day, National Airborne Day. And next week, join in when you can find out what day is that day, which is National Ride the Wine Day, or Wind Day. I don't know, I'm reading it, so it's impossible to tell. And National Sponge Cake Day, which we're already loaded up with Simpsons references for that one. Well, yeah. Thanks for celebrating with us. And as we say in every podcast, tape those ducks a doodly do. And how do you do? Hang it up. <laughs>